Is this thing still on? I think they can hear us a bit better now. Should we keep talking? Of course. Let's say it louder for those in the back. Hi, and welcome to the Green Nurse Podcast, an unfiltered discussion about health and healthcare. My name is Amy Archibald Burley. And my name is Sarah Fung. And we are your podcast hosts. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, iHeartRadio, or any other podcast platform, don't forget to hit subscribe so you can get updates on new episodes. If you love our podcast and our advocacy work, please go to www.grittynurse.com and click on the Support Us button. This will give you access to exclusive episodes and early releases on a monthly basis. This will help us with the cost of running the podcast, the time and energy to put out awesome and informative episodes. And for that, we thank you and we appreciate you. Hi, and welcome everyone to the Greeners podcast. Today, it's just another Sarah and Amy episode. What? We've had so many of these. They've been great. But today we're going to have a little bit of a different spin of this episode, and I hope that you guys will enjoy definitely something a little bit lighthearted. So this is what we're going to talk about today. Um, We are going to talk about what we would have done if we hadn't gone into nursing. And I don't mean if you were to ask me now what, what I have done, given everything I know. I'm saying go back in time to when I was just finishing high school or you were just finishing high school. And if you were to ask our younger selves, what would we have said? That's the question. And I hope people got that because I had put out a tweet, which was like, what would your younger self have done? I don't even know if this is the right grammar or not. What would your younger self have done if you hadn't gone into nursing? You know, it's, it's actually such a good question because I think I've almost stumbled into what I would have what I said I wanted to do when I was a child, or I guess I should say not a child, but like, you know, a younger individual. And it's just, it's, it's crazy how we kind of landed where we are now anyways, as nurses, as podcasters. But I mean, do you, do you want to start first in terms of like what you thought you would have been or where you thought you might've been if you weren't a nurse? Well, it was always this big question, right? In school, you were supposed to know by the end of high school. So when you were in grade 12 or 18 years old, what you were going to do. And it was like, for me, I felt like it was like a lot of pressure. Like you had to have your life figured out. And I had, I had debated between nursing and journalism, which I feel like are two very different professions. Right, I'd say. (laughs) They're pretty different. And honestly, my view of what a journalist was back then was going to war-torn countries and covering those types of things and writing about it. And I liked writing for fun. I, I still do, even though I don't do it a lot. But I thought that would take all the fun out of writing. And so, again, just kind of going back down the practical route, I decided to go into nursing because there was a lot I enjoyed about nursing too. I liked helping people. I liked biology. It seemed like a pretty fun career at the time. And it's funny because somehow I have been able to combine both of these things in ways that I didn't think was possible. Like we think about 
what kinds of jobs there are going to be for our kids in like 20 years, right? And a lot of those jobs don't even exist right now. Like we don't even know what the future holds for them. And I think that's the same for me. Like I didn't know down the road that it would be even possible to combine these two types of areas that I liked. And I know you have a similar story too, because you responded to my tweet. Yes, I did, which is crazy. You know, it's it's really funny when we think back to like high school and even younger about, I don't know if you've ever did those quizzes. Yes. The guidance counselor, they had like, oh, you know, you plot these things out on a map. And then at the end, it gives you like the most likely career that you'd get into. And honest to God, <laughs> none of that stuff ever worked out for me. I think I remember when I was clicking things, it said that I'd be like, and the arts and drama. And I actually do remember doing a lot of that in school. So here's a little bit about me, maybe too much, but like I used to dance a lot. So I used to do jazz and hip hop. I know, right? Is that, that's weird, I'm still right? learning stuff about you, <laughs> like all the time. <laughs> yeah. So I used to do jazz and hip hop and I used to, like, I, I was big into arts and big into drama because uh, my brother was also into the art. So he went to Stratford. I used to watch him do all of his different plays really? for high school. Yeah, wow. he did. He, he went to Stratford. He did a play at Stratford. And I remember being like, yeah, you know, he's going to be a producer or he's going to be a director and I'm going to be an actress. And I remember, I think it must have been around like grade 10 where I was just like, yeah, I don't think that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> and I think maybe it just dawned on me that it was just like, you know, um, there weren't actually a lot of actors or actresses or let's just say the the term actor that that looked like me you know I think right. you'd have named them off all on one hand it was like Will Smith Denzel Washington like there you know it was just like like five of them and I was just like yeah you know maybe this isn't the space isn't really cut out for me but you know it's kind of crazy how that even came back full circle a little bit later because I actually did acting classes I know what oh my gosh Amy this is so revealing today (laughs) it's so bad (laughs) you've never mentioned this before acting dancing what's next did you have secret singing lessons I don't know about no I I can't (laughs) sing (laughs) let's not even go there like I can't sing yeah so it was kind of crazy I actually did some acting classes and I did them in the evenings and I actually did them at Sutherland Models which is kind of crazy because I was like oh you know maybe that's the other thing maybe I can maybe I could be a model and those dreams fell down hard because um I remember when they uh, sized me up literally I'm not even lying they literally sized me up and they were just like you're too short I was five five and they were looking for like five nine and up and I just in terms of the modeling like that was not gonna happen but I did actually do some modeling um not with Sutherland but independently I did a couple things here and there and gosh it it was just crazy that I did all of these things and yeah so I did my acting classes um I did get a couple callbacks but I just I just don't know I just didn't do it. I just, I don't know what really changed my mind. I, I had gone to a couple, you know, shindigs and things and saw a couple things. And I was like, I don't know if this is for me. <laughs> so, so, it, so that kind of whittled away. And I, I decided to say, okay, well, um, what might be next? And, you know, I think I kind of told the story of my grandfather getting sick and being like, okay, yeah, these people suck. Like I should really find something or I think I could do better than them. And again, like my pathway into nursing wasn't a straight line. But again, just going back to really what I wanted to be was I wanted to be a news weather girl. I wanted to be on the news. I wanted 
to talk about, you know, fashion and I want to talk about weather and I want to talk about clothing and I want to talk about all these things and it and I didn't do it. <laughs> but you know, like you said, this world is a crazy place and I would have never thought that I would have been able to combine the job that I have now. So working as a nurse, working in quality improvement and doing aspects of journalism. Like we are considered freelance journalists. I know it's crazy, right? And actually come to think of it, I do know someone who is a weather girl for the Weather Network. Oh, really? She's actually a meteorologist right. and it's not as glamorous as you think. So I don't know if I that's what I would have went to. I think I might have went into like, I think I more wanted to be like a host of like a show kind of, you know what I mean? Well, yeah. So she started out that way, right? But she told me that she has to get up at, I don't know if it's three or four in the morning. So oh, she has to get up, get ready, get her hair, makeup done, go to the studio, like plan out what she's going to say. Then, you know, it's live at like 7 a.m. or whatever. And then so she's done her day by like 10 and she just goes back and has a nap. That sounds pretty awesome, actually. Like, I, I don't see any, I don't see any downsides to that, that your workday ends at 10. And you can go back to bed. That sounds perfect. Okay, well, there's the door still open there. I mean, maybe not weather reporting, maybe maybe some other type of reporting. Who but, knows? Who yeah. knows? We don't know what the future holds. I mean, I'm I'm always trying to strike while the iron's hot. And I was just like, hey, you know, if there's something out there or someone's listening, yeah, give me a call. I'm ready to do it. <laughs> we'll see what happens. We are ready. We're ready. We're down for anything. Right? But, you know, it's funny because I was going through a lot of the responses that I got as to what people would have done. And a lot of nurses said they wanted to be teachers. They wanted right. to be veterinarians. They wanted to be some other healthcare professional, like physio or whatever. And then there was – so those are, I would consider, helping professions. But right. then – another random group of people that are like I would have wanted to be a musician an actor a dancer um, a break dancer and there was like very few people who wanted to go into finance or engineering like <laughs> those types of professions um, so it's just interesting and it's funny because nobody said that they wanted to be a physician I don't know if it's because of who chose to respond or maybe people, you know, have tried to get into medical school and didn't get in. So I don't know if people just didn't comment, you know, with that experience. You know, it, it's good that you brought that up because I'm going to drop a bomb. I actually did apply to med school. And, you know, I, I, I always thought to myself, I'm like, you know, what, what would it look like on the other side, like the other, other side, right? Because, you know, we as nurses, we have a different role than than physicians. And I always used to think to myself, what would it be like to be a physician? Like, what would that actually look like? And I wrote my MCAT. Oh, God. Um, yikes. Before I met you, I think. Paper-based. Yeah. Like, I wrote it when, when people really cried writing their MCAT because you were there all day. And I had, uh, I think I had applied twice and I, I didn't get in. And I actually had recently applied too and still didn't get in. So I, I, but, but, you know, I've had a lot of great people, a lot of great mentors, a lot of great individuals who just have been asking me the hard questions about like, what exactly do I want to do? And I feel like I'm getting very, very close to where I want to be. And I, I'm kind of excited about what might happen next because, you know, I'm loving the fact that we get to tie in healthcare, health policy, 
with journalism. Like, I, I don't know. This is just a whole other area that I feel is really important. We're doing something that not a lot of other nurses are doing. And it's not because I think we're just willing to try. Like, we're willing to work hard, keep pushing, make those connections, network. We want to build other nurses up, too. So it's not like we want to be the only ones and we're not helping people that want to do the same thing. So I think maybe that approach has worked for us. Um I don't know. Like, I, I'm really excited for what the future holds. And I think what holds a lot of people back is that they think in order to combine their passions, it means they have to go back to school for like another four year undergraduate degree. And, you know, there's a lot of time and money and energy involved in that. But it doesn't have to be that way. I think you can find creative ways to tie in what you want to do. Like, I don't know about you, but I didn't consider going back to school to do what we're doing now. Right. It just kind of worked out because we did it on our own and we started gaining traction and then it kind of just snowballed from there. I'm not adverse to going back to school. I, I, I do think about, you know, um, the fact that we have a lot of things on the go. I have, um, you know, I, I got a family. I have other responsibilities. And it's not it's not that I would discount it altogether, but I feel like, you know, this is a really good time, a really good moment for us to learn and try something new. And I'm excited. Like, I think this is really cool. And I think this is, I think a lot of people are feeling stuck, right? Are feeling unhappy with maybe where they are, where they work. And I think that this is kind of one of the narratives that, you know, we're, we're, we're kind of sold as individuals where it's just like, all right, so this is the goal and this is how you get there. You need to go to university. Like, I think you actually had a post like this. So you need to go to university yeah. you need to get a really good job. You need to get married. You need to get a house with a picket fence. You got to have the 2.5 kids. And then you got to do this day in and day out until the day you die. <laughs> It just sounds miserable. It sounds horrible. I'm like, I don't want that. Actually, Amy, my post was about the day you retire, not the day you die. But if you work too hard, maybe the day you retire could be the day that you die. <laughs> well, it just sounds miserable to me. Like, I don't think that, I mean, maybe maybe for some people that works, right? Maybe that's what they want. They just want normalcy, um, status quo 101. And that's the that box is the box that they want to check off. But to me, that sounds boring it sounds it does sound boring. awful and I just think that you know those expectations suck and I don't want like I, that's not what I want for myself and I think that this journey is amazing and I I want to see how much I can maximize and learn from it like I think I'm learning every single day like I think that's probably the most rewarding part about being a podcaster being able to you know talk to various different folks in the media and talk about politics and healthcare. And it's just like every day I'm learning something. And I think that is kind of what's keeping me going, right? I think one of the things that you've mentioned, and maybe you'll kind of get into it, is just the fact that we get into these jobs and, you know, you get there three years, four years, five years in, and you're just like, I don't feel like I'm growing. I don't feel like I'm changing, right? And that's that's a tough place to be. And some people are okay to stay like that for many, many years, right? Right. And I think there's there's a balance, right? So you don't want to be so stressed all the time that there's no time to breathe. But then you don't want to right. be in a job where it's so basically the same every day that you want, at least for me, I would want to stab my eyes out if that was the case. Like, <laughs> like same every day, punch in, punch out, nothing changes. There's no learning. There's no difference in what you do. 
Like, I think there's those two extremes and it's okay to want something and then change your mind too. Because the other thing that I was always concerned about with my career is that I was changing jobs like every two years. And I thought like, there's something wrong with me. I can't find my dream job. I don't know what is going on. Like, I just keep wanting to try something new. And then I just realized that's who I am. Like, I try something and I'm like, okay, you know, the first year is all about learning. The second year, I feel like I'm getting the hang of it. And then for one reason or another, I want to try something new or I, you know, I want to see what another area looks like. And I don't think anymore that there's anything wrong with it because I was sold this idea, as you mentioned, that you graduate nursing school, you get a job in the hospital, you stay there until you retire, then you retire. And that was the only path I knew. <laughs> Max out at, at 25 years with the amount of money that you make, right? It's just like, all right, I hit year 13, year 13 to 25. This is it. And I had this growing sense of dread that like, I just kept thinking like, is this it? Like, this is what I signed up for. But I, I didn't want to verbalize it because then it meant that, I don't know, I was disappointing myself or that I did all this school and all this work and it wasn't really what I thought it was going to be. Yeah, that that's the that's the most challenging part, right? The fact that you feel that you might be letting other people down, you're letting yourself down because you have these expectations that oh, you should be doing this one particular thing. And I think that that's a, that's a huge thing that a lot of people struggle with. And I think that, you know, speaking to nurses and other folks in healthcare, like I think there's a lot of people thinking about what changes can be out there. And I honestly think that the possibilities are endless. Like you don't have to feel stuck. I think a lot of people feel stuck and I think it's just take the opportunity to try something different and see what happens. Like who knows? Like you never know. Like I would have never, never, ever imagined that we'd be where we are three years ago. No, and it was like we didn't know anything. So I mean to do a podcast is one thing, but to learn all of the other things that come with it. So it's not just hitting the record button, right? We had to learn all of the technology. We had to figure out how to structure an episode. We had to figure out how to promote it. We had to figure out all these things. And I mean, I guess we could have gone and taken a course and learn, but I almost feel like this way was faster and more fun to just get out there and do it. Yeah. And I think, I think, maybe this is just a nursing thing. I think we learn by doing. I, I not saying that I couldn't study and I, I, I could, I can't read a book. Of course, like, Oh, God, we've done we've that. So yeah. much stuff. But I think I just, I like the experience of learning how to do it on my own. Right. Uh, the trial and error, the, Oh my gosh, our first episode and, and just kind of figuring it out. And, and I think that just made the journey much more rewarding, right? It's just that we had that opportunity to learn, to continue to grow, and we're still learning and we're still growing and we're still changing and tweaking the way that we do things. And I think that's really, that's a really cool spot to be in where you can be like, all right, I am in control of this and I can tweak it this way or I can tweak it that way. Or it's like, all right, it's a very seldom that you're in a position that you're in the driver's seat. I think that more people would enjoy, like, I don't know. I, I think this whole aspect of entrepreneurship and being able to be, you know, that person who's doing for themselves, I think it's it's quite empowering. Right. And it's something that I think when you're a nurse and you're in that culture, right, you don't feel like you have the permission to just go off on your own. Because if you don't work for a hospital or an organization, then who are you? People don't 
think that they could go off on their own or they could work for themselves. But there are a lot of nurses, not enough, but there are enough nurses doing it that I can say for sure that it's a path that can be rewarding. You can go down it. I think a lot of people feel they just kind of talk themselves out of it before they even get started, right? So you have a really secure job, you get a paycheck, the same amount every month. And if you go off on your own, then you're really on your own. There's there's nothing to hold right. you, like there's nothing to hold on to. I mean, you can kind of do, you can keep your full-time job while you start on your journey, right? But at some point you have to let go and see what happens. And that can be, like I said, really scary. And I know that it's not for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think you said something that kind of like really want, makes me think. And you said kind of like, who who would you be or what would you be if if it wasn't just like a nurse? And I think that I'd like to ask, you know, the folks that are listening, like, who would you be if you weren't in the profession you are or, you know, not seeing yourself as the profession as how it's defined? Because I think a lot of people see themselves that when you ask somebody like who you are or, or what do you do? The, the first thing is that they'll tell you about their profession. They don't necessarily necessarily say, oh, you know, I, I'm i an avid baker or, you know, I'm a mom or they'd say I'm a nurse or I'm a doctor or I'm a teacher, which is which I think is I don't know if that's like a Western thing is really bizarre. But it's just it's weird that we define ourselves by our professions. And I want to challenge people to think about how might you define yourself differently now if if it wasn't just about the work that you were doing but something that you loved in your passion how might that change the way you think about yourself when someone asks me like tell me about yourself which is oh god i hate small those questions. talk but it's just like the first well yeah tell me about yourself but it's the first thing that doesn't that comes to my mind isn't just that i'm a nurse it's there's so much more that just through this journey we've been able to add and continue to build off of that our one profession doesn't define the type of person who we are. And I think that's hugely enriching. And it just, I just, it just speaks to, you know, a wealth and diversity in experience, which I think that you, you can't put a dollar amount on, on that at all. Right. And I think a really good idea is to practice with kids. And I know this sounds silly, but <laughs> um, I went with my son this week on a field trip and the kids were talking to me and it's like, what do you do? And of course I told them I'm a nurse. And then of course they think like, oh, so you work in a hospital. And I'm like, okay, here's my chance to explain to children. I have to explain in a really basic way what I do. And so when I told them, I'm like, I, I do healthcare advocacy. I talk to people about their careers. I talk to people about things that are important that are happening in healthcare. I try to explain it really simply, but I think like if you can explain it to an adult, maybe in a little bit more detail, the way you explain to a child, then they kind of get it. Like nurses don't just work in hospitals. Nurses don't just um, follow doctor's orders. Nurses don't just wear the white gowns and the white caps. It's trying to break those stereotypes and also not putting all of your identity into being a nurse because you're so much more than that. I wholeheartedly agree with that. Like I couldn't say that any better. And it's it's kind of funny that you said like, you know, you were explained to these little kids about what you did. If you ask my kids, it's kind of funny because they actually won't say that I'm just a nurse or or that my mom's a nurse they actually add that I'm a gritty nurse which is amazing <laughs> like, I don't even know how they like 
but why well, I mean they've heard the the beginning of our music and whatnot. But it's just funny that, you know, to them they're just like, Oh, my mom's a green nurse and my mom is on TV and my mom is on radio and and you know, my mom does this and my mom does that. Do they they don't really care? Like <laughs> I have to be honest. I think the novelty has completely worn off. Like now it's just like, oh, mommy's got to go do like an interview. They're like, okay, whatever. We're going to yeah. go outside and play. <laughs> but I mean, I think that even my kids don't define me just by one particular thing. They see that I've done a variety of different things. And I hope that, you know, this is also something that I think I do for them too, right? Like I think about what experiences this might be able to afford them. And like, if they say to me, Hey mom, I'm interested in radio or mom, I'm interested in television that I might be able to say, here's some tips and tricks that I had, or here's some of the stuff that I use or some of the things that I did to help encourage them in a different way or in a different way forward. Cause I don't think like, again, I just never would have seen myself here. And I, like I talked to my parents about it all the time and they're they're always just like, oh my God, I can't believe my daughter does this. And how did, how did you get here? And it's just, I, I think that it's so important for our kids to be able to see us in a variety of different roles and just to also feel that, you know, maybe they could be in that space too. Cause it, again, like that was one of the things that deterred me from, from radio and television. There was nobody that looked like me. I didn't think that it was a space where I'd be welcome. And to be honest, nursing was like that too. Like I, I remember looking at my graduate class and I was probably like one of maybe 10 um, black individuals out of that, you know, that catchment. And I think this is the time and the opportunity that we have to put ourselves and to be in spaces that are not necessary, that we might not necessarily see ourselves in. And I think that, you know, um, whatever I can do to, you know, shimmy my way into other spaces, I'm going to do it because I'm a rule breaker. <laughs> and I, I don't like the status quo. And I want to shake it up. And I want to, you know, I want other young kids to be like, oh, look, I, I could be that too. I, I could do a podcast or I can, you know, go on the radio. I think that's really cool. And I think that's a cool role model that I, that I, you know, hopefully that my kids think is something that they can see themselves in, or I'm not saying that they have to, but just, you know, gives them options and makes them see um, themselves in different roles and different opportunities that might be presented towards them. Yeah, it's funny that you mentioned not seeing yourself represented, because when I was growing up, the only journalist I could ever think of was Connie Chung. That was who I looked up to. That was who my mom talked about all the time. And I actually took a class in high school called communications, where it's basically like you learned journalism, you learned how to uh, do videos. Um, I didn't have a great experience there only because I feel like my high school teacher was a semi-pedophile. So I felt really uncomfortable. Yeah, I felt he was was uncomfortably interested in the girls of the class and oh no made me feel very uncomfortable and also I had there's a, one in every high school <laughs> no it was like the way that he smiled and looked people up and down just gave me the Ugh. chills and because what we had to do is sometimes we had to come after school or on lunch break to edit our videos and I always made sure that I wasn't alone with him because he made me feel very uncomfortable this is like a random aside and the group, the group that I was assigned to because we couldn't pick our own groups never did any work. And I was feeling like, I'm like, am I doing all this on my own? Where's my team? So I kind, I think that kind of turned me off of journalism a little bit. But obviously things have changed in leaps and bounds since then. And I think that if, if I can show kids that are racialized, especially girls, that this is a space that we can and we do belong in, then I'm all for it. 
Yeah, no, I I 100% agree with you. It, 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 this is kind of crazy. I just thought to myself that I used to do TV shows with my stuffies. So I'd like line them up like like they're on the Jerry Springer show and they'd like all have like their various different commentaries. But yeah, like again, like you said, that representation is huge. And I'm glad that, um, you know, we could be in this space and we could navigate the space. And for your creepy t-shirt, like, like I said, there's one in every high school. Oh God. But yeah, I'm glad that we can navigate these spaces and who knows, um, who knows what's next? What do you think is next, Sarah? I don't know. I don't know how much we should give away, but we got some big projects coming up next year. Oh yeah, yeah, we do. Some, some exciting (laughs) stuff down the line. Um, I'm sure there are things that we don't even know about that are going to pop up, but we're definitely not going anywhere anytime soon. Just be being open and willing to try new things is also a really good space to be in. I I actually gave some advice to another nurse just recently where they were saying, well, you know, I'm interested in this space. I don't know if I fit here. And I'm like, just apply. Like there's nothing, there's never be afraid of a yes, right? At the end of the day, the the worst case scenario is no, you can't do it. But if you get a yes, that's an end to try something new. So never be afraid of a yes. Put your best foot forward and just give it a try. And also, we never asked permission to podcast. We just did it. Hell no. We're like, we're not going to ask permission. We're just <laughs> going to do it. We didn't need permission from anyone. And you don't need permission from anyone either to follow your dream or go down a different path or change what you're going to do. You only need permission from yourself. Damn right. <laughs> 